Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to The Daniel Baldwin Show. What can I say about my brother Daniel that hasn't already been said dozens of times in police reports? Jim Kelly, you're listening to Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is The Daniel Baldwin Show. A woman on the radio talks about... Yes! That's all I can say. Get it! That's all I can say. I had a friend named Tony Rosselli. I can say his full name. Dead. No, I'm okay. Um, and Tony, uh, he, he, he was kind of, well, how do I say it nicely? He was connected, shall we say. He and his family were connected. And Tony would turn around, and whenever we got in trouble, and the teachers would come, or the principal, and later on it became law enforcement, Tony would say, oh, so uh, were you boys down there at that bar? Yes. There was nothing else. <laughs> yes. It was like you were you were in a Senate subcommittee. Mm-hmm. He knew ahead of time from his father. You never say more than you're not supposed to say. And they turn around and go, well, let me ask you something. Did you see Baldwin? Was Baldwin there? I'm not sure. That's all I can say. And he would say, that's all I can say. That's all I can say. And once he said, that's all I can say, it remained that way. You look like you're hurting right now, man. Me? Yeah, what's going on over there? No, nothing. I was just going to say, from my expertise of watching the first 48, never talk to the police. <laughs> Always lawyer up. Is never, that what you're saying? Yes, never. Just, just don't say anything. Yeah. I love the first forty-eight. Dude, don't, how love. stupid are those people? They're dumb. They don't know what they're doing. Well, yeah, but you know what? You're speaking from a legal standpoint. When you were there, and I, I, here's the guy that I I know is making a mistake, and he is uh, um, he, he's the aftermath. He's he's the nuclear bomb hits, and mm. then the fallout. You know. Mm-hmm. It's, the guy who was driving the car, who legitimately, you can see, he's going, I had no idea they were going to shoot anybody. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. But now when you're there in the commission of a felony and someone dies, you're going in for murder. Yeah. Right. And that guy wants to wants to exonerate himself. Or or even or even the guy who I appreciate is the one who goes, you know, it got out of hand and I shot him. You yeah. Know I mean, I mean right. yeah, he shouldn't, but he, he has a conscience. But yeah, those that's different. I'm talking about if you're trying to get away with a crime, right. do not. Open your fat, yeah, because they always want to lie, and they always want to get out of it. <laughs> They're like, "Are you wearing? Are you wearing uh, brown shoes?" No, I'm not wearing brown shoes. You got brown shoes on. Yeah, well, that's your opinion. I had a breaking story that, Ooh, that, yes. that came out literally. Yes. Uh, let's see, twelve minutes ago. You ready for this? Sister G. Oh no! Don't don't say it. What? Is she dead? No. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. No, but right. put it in a way. Any minute now. More, so her popularity gigantic. You ready for this? Yeah. Sister Jean is suing the NCAA after receiving limited screen time in the one shining moment. So she, evidently someone from the university. Ah, no reading. No reading. I'm reading the story. Yeah, but is it a fake story? Is this a fake story? <sighs> Threw me under the bus. Isn't it? What? what? Threw me under the bus. <laughs> There, jo- there's Josh, my handle man. This, oh, I'm this come, sorry. Come I right didn't in. know. Yeah, it's a fake story. I was going to oh. go with the whole thing. Oh, I like it though. Uh, I like but it. It's a great thing. Uh, um, story, but you know what? Now let's move on to another story. <laughs> um, that's done. That's done. Well, that's the out. Onion had a headline where it says they that's, rolled that's, Sister Jean back into the closet till next season. That's done. <laughs> Which I thought was great. Done. It's out. Thank oh, I'm you. Sorry. I'm sorry. So I've got. Uh, let me go to something he can't say is fake. Uh, so I'm going to go on my phone now. I got a response from the Jim Kelly. Uh, and and first of all and foremost, let me say, you know, our prayers are with Jim. He just underwent surgery. He's in intensive care right now. Um, they don't have you know results yet. Uh, it, it, it looks promising, but uh, he's in for another battle again. So with that said, Jim's uh, golf tournament 
um, was something I thought maybe we would go up to and we would we'd have our booth and uh, and they said maybe this isn't a great year we don't know the gym's even going to be able to make the tournament mm-hmm. so um, and so I said great so what did I do the week after is the Andre Reed right here in Pennsylvania and that's also a who's who of legendary NFL players uh, um, and and, so, and really fun. Um, so I asked them, and they said, "Hell yeah, come on down with the radio show." The Andre Reed Golf Tournament, the Andre Reed Celebrity Classic in Allentown, PA. Uh, so l- load up the truck, Paulie. We're, we're on going the road to Allentown? again. I think, and we're going down to Allentown. Uh, so they said yes, they would really like it. Now I don't know how that works for the great one himself. Great, it's the, what Saturday, June second. Saturday, June second. It's getting shot down by the great one. I'll tell you that right now. Why? Taste of Syracuse is that day. It's his big event. He's going to want us to taste of Syracuse. You're going to want us to go to taste of Syracuse? Yeah. Well, it's just not on my contract. So. <laughs> Either way, I'm in Allentown playing golf <laughs> with with 50 of the greatest NFL players of all time. Yeah, that that you can you, think, you can do that. I think you and I can end up. You and I could go do a show from down there. Right. Because he doesn't care if I'm at. Taste yeah, he, he doesn't, doesn't care, care where you are. Care. You don't have any friends that show up at Taste yeah. Circus. Josh has power. Oh! What? Oh. Do we want to load up the, uh, uh, give Polly the video? I, can I play said it. Yes. you sent it to me. Show him the video. Isn't that the greatest video of all time? <laughs> yes. I can't tell you how many times I've said to people now that I'm consistently on the morning show, I'm like, bro, you got to listen to my show. You know I have a morning show because they'll say, hey, I like your ESPN show. I'll say, are you listening to Gomez and Lisa? They're like, nah, I listen to K-Rock Josh then. Mm. And so I get this all the time and it's rather annoying because i've made threats to josh that because he didn't bring me in the booth with him i was going to make sure that i went out of my way to crush his ratings oh. and that has not happened i, I will bring you in i brought you in today <laughs> that has not happened no I, I, I should be a permanent fixture it should have been you and me um so wait so where's this guy it's so great how did you meet this guy that you showed me the video i of? was walking in you just walk up to people and say hey do you listen to my radio <laughs> yeah, I, do. I go for random <laughs> excuse me uh, hi excuse me do you know who i am yeah no this guy uh, i was i was at the school picking the kids up the kids go avis and finley my two daughters go to school mm-hmm. um and they uh they stay for an after school like arts and 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 music program. Oh, very nice, very nice. So I go and I have to pick them up. So that the the downside of it is that they don't get the bus. You got to go get them. You got to get them, yeah. And so, and so I walk in. This guy walks. You know, he's like some local yokel guy, and he says, "Hey, man, here it is. You ready? Let's see if Play I can jack up. up the volume yeah, here. Here we go." So tell us, sir. You were telling me. Well, I used to listen to the show on K-Rock, but now I'm listening to Gomez and Lisa in the morning because of the Daniel Baldwin. Wow, Josh, suck it! Who is that bum? That bum's a nobody. Get him out of here. Who is he, looks, he looks like the type of guy that would say anything for $5. <laughs> you know what? You know I'm going to offend his listeners. You know what? It was a 14-cent cup of coffee. Uh, it wasn't even, wasn't even $5. Um Wow, I'm still thrown by getting my sister Jean's story. I'm just absolutely sniped from I'm Neely. Sorry. How you doing, buddy? I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't realize this person talked. I don't even know who he is. I know yet. <laughs> wow, I didn't even know. A, I, this I, a, my, you don't know who Neil the intern is? <laughs> no, you just have like well, random a couple college of facts. boys hanging there's out couple with of you. Facts. <laughs> yeah, you no, know, no, no. We're gonna get into that. Likes young boys. There's, there's a couple of facts about this that we need to reveal. First of all, Neil is a student at. Community College. Right. And his professor that he's working for is? Lisa. Lisa from the Gomez and Lisa show. Oh. So I see the young buck come walking in, and I start doing a little math myself there, Neely. 
Yes, exactly. I did see Neil sprinting in the building this morning. Were you a little late today, Neil? Yeah. What happened, Neil? I just slept through the alarm. Wow. Millennials. Well, yeah, exactly. You millennials. <laughs> exactly. Set a so, second alarm, Neil. So I'll have uh, a phone. Yeah, he had all the right answers when I had him on Gomez and Lisa. He uh, uh, is Lisa your best professor? Oh yeah, she's my best professor. She's the best. She's the greatest. So I ask him, you know, f- then finally I corner him all alone. I go, all right, what are you doing here, really? <laughs> yeah, he's like, I want to do sports credit, radio. Man. I go, yeah. why are you at this hack show? I go, be over here with the boys. I, <laughs> no, it's just funny because I've never worked on a radio show where I show up and there's just a person sitting at a microphone. And that happens with your show. You like bring friends off the street. Oh, I love and it. And there's just like love random it. people sitting here. So I don't know if. Neil, you gotta keep it moving, babe. You, you gotta keep it moving. Do you want my audience Neil. to be dependent on listening to you and Joe Salzone? <laughs> I would watch that. I would listen to that. Salzone yesterday was in his glory. The last when we were arguing, he was in his yeah, glory. Yeah, what happened yesterday's you Daniel missed, Baldwin show? Because I heard it was a lot of you a missed, lot of stuff. Well, first of all, Paulie told me he goes, you know, Josh would have been stressed out because we we were passionate. We weren't fighting, yeah. but we were passionate about this argument about Christian Leitner being the greatest college player of all time. And he, of course, I got of I, I my lifetime. I, 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 call, I said uh, of his forty-five year years in life. So. You know, I of, course, I of course right away said, "Well, you're gonna." It, there was a lot of guys I would have put before him, but I said, "You're gonna compare him to Bill Walton." So I called Kiki Vandway, and Kiki goes, "Better than Walton." It was so but funny what he said. When you say that, like you got to be realistic, Daniel Baldwin. When I say my lifetime, I'm not talking about when I'm two. Like I don't remember who played at two. Okay, I remember in my like my memory, Christian Leitner is probably the best player of my. How about my generation? Who's this a- Pistol Pete guy that... Uh- 44, yeah, he's way more. Yeah. Way more. Um, no, I would so- probably take him over Christian Leitner, yes. You would, oh, you would? Yeah. But Pistol it's not Pete. in your lifetime? Yeah. <laughs> it's not this... You act like I picked some schlub off the street <laughs> he's a and schlub. said he was the greatest player. He's a schlub. Now, who's the greatest player of all time? Just break the debate right Not now. Not all time. Nate, Are I you mean, talking about college? College, so college? college of your life. Well, Leitner's definitely up there because, you know. He wasn't before, even in the top 20 all time. Before straight final eight. fours, no. two He was number eight on your lame list. And Sports Illustrated, yes. They don't know what you're they're talking lame, about. Your lame list of, that wants to cater to the people that read their magazine. But if you say statistically of all time, he's not even in the top 20. There are guys that average 15, 20 more points per game in their college career. Well, the Clarence Weatherspoon was a great college player. Right. So, and by the if way, you go by, stats, by the way, how just, about winning just, a championship? I don't care about what I, you said player. You didn't say team. If you said greatest team, he I would have said off. UCLA. They won 10 See straight what you did, titles. Josh, you started the fight so, again. So, so here, let me just read this to you, by the way, so you know. Lifetime noun, the duration of a person's life. Thank you. That's that's a definition, whether you want to argue with me. So if you were one, if you were two days old, Why do you it hate was Christian within Lager? your lifetime. Hate him. What did he do to you? What Terrible. Happened? Ter- yeah, what happened? Terrible, what happened? lame, overrated a, player. Does he, does he have higher scores on Rotten Tomatoes? What's going on here? He probably, oh, my God. He's got, some, he got, well, he's got a lot over me. That's right. One thing I didn't realize about him, though, is how well he played in the NBA. I, I would have said he scored three points a game. He scored like 13 points a game for like 15 years. You you undersell this kid. Like you said, all he did was hit one shot in his college career. He, he was National Player of the Year. He was. An average 20 points Good over his career. He played for Krzyzewski, another suspicious character. Who's your guy, Neil? Suspicious. Uh, in oh, my your li- lifetime. My lifetime, Mellow for sure. No doubt. Mellow, you say? 
in my lifetime. In your my lifetime, lifetime, you played one year, and he's the greatest college player of your lifetime. He's, uh, he's got to be up there. He's got to be up there. Now you've done it. He's got to be up there. pissed off Baldwin, too. Man, He's fa- got to be up fascinating. there. You just lost your job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might want, you might want to stick to, right. I'm sorry. to unfunny morning shows. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy class. Oh, <laughs> That's classic. <laughs> Mello is the greatest. All right, so who's the greatest? How old are you? 19? 20. 20, well, okay. See, it's not so last 20. He didn't pick a turd. He said, I didn't say he did, but is, is Carmelo Anthony the greatest? In, can you claim to be the greatest college player if you only played one year? Can you really? If yeah. I'm talking about my lifetime, I've lived watching college basketball, see players leave after one year. So that's point. what I'm going off right, of. Right, it's right, a lot right. of one and I, I, get, I get it. A lot of one and done's, a lot of fantastic. But players. if we're talking about not in my lifetime, I would not name Carmelo Anthony. So in the last 20 years, who's the greatest? Uh, Texas, and I know there's a billion of you listening to this this show right now. And uh, I'd like to know is me saying Christian Leitner that outrageous no i didn't i didn't again you can continue to make your argument by putting words in my mouth i never said that he wasn't a great college player i never but when you say the word the greatest when you say the greatest of your whole lifetime i go back 45 years in my memory and i think well the first thing obviously came out was walton was a no-brainer from an nba legend gets on and goes better than walton the guy won four national titles was the most dominant player in the game walked into the nba and took the portland trailblazers and delivered a title two years later what year were He's- you born 72 yeah I was still pooping yeah. my diapers yes. with Bill Walton. So Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is not for you because that's not your lifetime. No, and of no, course Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was way better than Christian Leitner. And, and there's a lot of guys. Who are, but we were talking about in his lifetime. And even throw Walton out of the conversation. Ralph Sampson was a much, much more dominant player when he played at Virginia than Christian Leitner was. He, he himself, he took an entire team and put it on his shoulders and delivered a title. Christian Leitner was a great player on a great team. It's, 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 you know what it is? Listen, here's a great thing. And, and it's not the same, but it's in a similar category. Ask guys, I've even asked, we asked on air, we asked Jim Kelly, who's the greatest quarterback? He went, Tom Brady. I said, you really think that, Jim? He goes, yes. And my argument has always been, if Vinny Testaverde was the quarterback, for the New England Patriots with the teams that they had, they would have won a bunch of Super Bowls. That's how now I'm not taking anything, don't take me wrong. I'm not taking anything away from Brady. I'm saying that system, the guys they had and the coaching staff and else, they would have won with Johnny Manziel. They would have won a bunch of games. Now, would they have won all the titles they won? No, I don't think so. I think the Brady, the Brady factor in the fourth quarter has delivered a lot of victories to those teams because he's a great quarterback. But the, again, the, the the question to an NFL Hall of Famer was, who's the greatest all time? And he said, because you can't argue with the numbers, it's got to be Brady. He's won five. You know, I mean, I mean he he's that good. Our screener's frozen, so we're just going to fly blind here and go to the phones. Well, oh, let's geez. do it. We lost him. So uh, text line says Len Bias. Len Bias was great. Len Bias, Maryland was great. Len uh, Bias, Walter was great. Barry off the text line. Dan, Danny Wal- Manning was. Danny Manning was, was right great. up there. Yeah. Uh, Walter uh, uh, Walter Berry was uh, he was again at St. John's. He but was this unbelievable. This is my opinion. I get I, no again. You don't need. You can come out of the you know the cell right now. You're not. No one's. I'm just saying. For me, I was as adamant about your opinion as mine. Saying yeah, no, he's not even in the conversation. 
Well, see, yeah, you. That's my point. Was you really understood them? You said he only hit one shot in college, and he's not even. Well, I was I was arguing with you at the time. You know, <laughs> that's like that's like when you're there with your wife, and she goes, you know, and then you said, "Does this make you uncomfortable, Josh?" No, I like this. You do because it sounds like a sports radio show. I don't know how to do a sports radio show, but this sounds like a sports radio show. <laughs> wow. And, and, as, as opposed to most of the time when it doesn't really sound like a sports Well, no, it sounds like a show I'd like to be on. Like, oh, it's like, 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 well, like you I, want to join in? I don't know what I'm talking about. That's yeah, why. But, yeah, but, yeah, but, but like, you guys going at each other and like yelling out names yeah, that I don't know but, and like yeah. being real serious about but, it? But you're, but you're smart enough to be able to turn and go, yeah, later sucks. Yeah, right. You know, like, yeah. And just jump on. Just All pick, I know is Christian, pick one. Christian Leitner was great on NBA Jam, a video game that I played on the Sega Genesis. It was, I liked him on that game. I knew that he was good there. That's all I know. All right, let's go to break, and we'll come back with more of the Christian Lader Show. Sports news, scores, opinion, and commentary. If that's not enough, you should seek professional help. ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m. This coming Tuesday, Syracuse lacrosse heads to Cornell. Our pregame begins at 6.30. It's a 7 o'clock faceoff on TK99 and ESPN 1200. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now, we're back on a mostly heated Neil. Wow! Mostly heated Neil. Well, I, I, well, let's go through the list really quick. We'll, we'll try to keep the reins back on Neil. He's about to bounce out of his seat on the rumors that Odell Beckham is no longer a New York Giant by the end of the week. But we'll come back with, with, with that. This thought. You got the list of the all-time greatest? I have your list. It was written by Chuck Klosterman, who's, who's a Rolling Stone writer. He writes oh, a ton of books. He's that a means he's culture. an expert on basketball. He's yeah, an, he's a, he writes a lot on sports. Knows more than you do, probably. Well, Number yeah. one, Lou Elsinder, obviously. Yeah, of course, Kareem. Number two, Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete, told you. Unless you. Number three, Bill Walton. Bill Walton, born in your lifetime. Born in your lifetime. Number Thank four, you. also born in your lifetime, David Thompson. North David Carolina Thompson, State. born in your lifetime. Uh, Ralph Sampson. Ralph Sampson, born in your lifetime. Walter Berry. Walter Berry, born in your lifetime. <laughs> Len Bias. Len Bias played born in your lifetime. All these guys I'm saying, they played in yeah. your lifetime. You can't say that. <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> it wasn't a real one. <laughs> but it was the word, Daniel. It was a coughing BS. Yes. It's you a coughing can't. BS. It's Listen, a coughing BS. Hit the red button and control it. yourself. Number nine, Lionel Simmons. <laughs> I like the L train. Lionel. L train. Lionel. I, I like him. And number ten, Tyler Hansbro from North Carolina. He's another one. He's in the top ten all time. Hansbro, please. It's terrifying. Who Neil, what did you have to That's say about Christian Leitner? That's what I call my bathroom, or my bedroom. Oh, so you had something you wanted to add in about Leitner. Yeah. What I thought about Leitner was when he was in college, because I'm only going off from documentaries and stuff, Like he would <laughs> embarrass people like Shaquille O'Neal and Alonzo Mourning. And then when he came out, he was in that same draft class as them. And Shaq and Alonzo Mourning won championships, and they did great things. And he was just average, and people weren't expe- expecting that from him. That's probably why he gets people think he's a bust. When you talk about his it, NBA career, that's he, the one thing He was the third thinking. overall pick behind Morning and uh, whoever the other The Diesel. Shaq Diesel. Diesel. The other guy. That other guy. You may have heard of him. other guy. Number nine scorer all time in the NBA. <laughs> but anyway, that other guy. Yeah, what's his nuts? He's not even on the list. Mm-hmm. That other guy. 
There's another guy who's played in your lifetime, Shaquille O'Neal. So, would you rather have had Shaquille O'Neal or Christian? That's not Rader? the question. That is not. I'm, the I'm question. asking you that question. That is not the. I, would, I overruled your honor. I would have overruled. rather had Shaquille O'Neal on a basketball. Team. Okay, good. Me too. Um, so, My favorite, Mookie Blaylock, obviously. Mookie Blaylock's your all-time favorite. My favorite Hawthorne Wingo. Oh yes, <laughs> it's amazing that Derek Wittenberg has not come up in this discussion. But all right, that's fine. Derek Wittenberg's not even in the conversation. Let me tell you what, Xavier what's amazing. McDaniel, can we uh, talk real players now? If you have a chance to watch the thirty and thirty, Sam Cassell. No, uh, Bernard King. When Bernard King came out of New York, and he went and played at Tennessee. At the time, this would be, you know, really maybe his last year or two was when you were just born. Uh, but it was called the Bernie and Ernie Show. Ernie Grunfeld, who end, uh, who ended up playing for the Knicks, also was the they were the backcourt. Now I sat in the garden, and people don't remember Bernard King. They don't talk about Bernard King, but he made Michael Jordan look silly. You know, as far as what he did. I mean, he didn't have the dunks. But he would score six, seven, eight, nine games in a row, 40, 45, 50, 40, 42. I mean, he just mm. was, it was unbelievable what he did. Mm -hmm. But for me, what made him so amazing was he went down and played in a team that was still considered in the South as an African American. And, and it was really, really hard for him. It was really, really hard. Are you still looking up Christian Later? Are you looking up Big Bill? Bill. Oh, Mr. Bill, Bill was the man. Oh, he won two championships. Oh, that's all just two? Yeah. Uh, How many times did you go to the Final Four? Probably the same amount as Christian. <laughs> you got to yeah. let it go, Paulie. Yeah, you got to let it you go. You got to let it go. Let man. it go. Bill Walton was better than Christian Leitner. That's fine, but you. Let it go. <laughs> Christian Leitner go won. Look How up. many did he Can win? you find out when Bernard King? Can you pull up his numbers? Two like NCAA championships. Yes, he's great. He's Christian Leitner, the greatest ever. He's selling popsicle sticks now. Can, can, you, can, you, can you? So let's talk about. They won the same amount of championships. That's amazing. It is amazing. Hmm. Is, and they are the identical careers. Bill Walton won it's five what, NBA titles. I think Christian Leitner selling pop school sticks. I told you. Yeah, college. College. <laughs> Lifetime. Um, so we're going to continue? <laughs> no, or, I'm done. Or, or do you want to go, go. go to Bill Belichick? Because I got, I got to, let's go to break early. And I want I, I really do want to understand this. I, I want to understand how this guy coaches in the NFL and has been not just accused, but proven on multiple occasions of pretty serious cheating scandals and seems to be like the Teflon Don. He's untouchable. It, 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 I, I, don't, I don't get it. It, it, it. Well, I'm going to talk about it more. Let's go to break. We'll be back after this. This is ESPN Radio. 97.7 FM Syracuse. And 100.1 FM Oswego. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. It's lovely. Alice Love. Cooper, baby. Listen, I have the rarest shot in all of golf. He's a good golfer. I have the rarest shot in all of golf at the Alice Cooper. The rarest. What was it? What is it? Hole in one. Continue. On a par five. On a, <laughs> on a par four. <laughs> wow. I have a hole in one in the Alice Cooper on a par four. We were playing at True North, where they've had the U.S. Open. We're on the backside. 
I'm much younger and I can hit it pretty far. So it's a hole that dog legs to the left. So you hit it out and then it makes a turn and there's a, a like a, a, a big kind of the corner of a mountain right there. But you can, if you hit a draw from right to left as a right-handed hitter, hit it at the mountain. And, and if you can get it over the top of the mountain and turn the ball, you're going to be all the way up because a, a golf hole is, is measured by the middle of the fairway. So when it says it's 367 yards... Mm-hmm. But it's a dog leg. It, it's probably like 290. So yeah. if you can smash one, you can get up close to it. So I'm looking at the, and I've hit a, a number of drives on the front side pretty far. And they've got a, it's a, a PGA, you know, scoring guy. And he says to me, you probably don't want to go for this, um, for this green because there's a, about a 20 foot wide barranca that runs, which is a kind of a, a seven foot deep rocks and cactus and crap. And you can't really hit out of it. You run a risk of, you know, taking a, a penalty shot. Well, we're in a foursome, and two guys have already hit the ball just around the corner. So we're only looking at you know a nine iron or a wedge in anyway. So I thought, all right, I'm loading up, mm. and I hit one of those airplanes. It just went four feet, five feet, seven feet, and just started climbing. It just creases the corner. And it's turned to left right. I go, well, that's going to be close. So we load up, we get in the carts, we turn the corner, and the celebrity in, in the group in front of me is Jeff Fahey, the actor, and he's on the green, and they got the pin out, and they're looking at their putt, and they start waving at us, and I thought, oh, crap, I must have hit it up there. And I, no, they're waving at us, because my ball hits in front of the branca, bounces the 20 feet over it, rolls up the apron, rolls up the hole, and while they're lining up their putt, a ball rolls by them and goes, and drops right oh. in the hole. So I never saw it, but I get a hole in one in this hole. Now, I've played in a lot of golf tournaments, and there's cars, there's prize money. There. I didn't get ungats oh. for, for smacking a ball in a hole that I didn't even see on a U.S. Open course, and I had to buy everybody there a drink because that's the yeah, rule. That's so we go to the bar, and I got to buy shots for 400 people. I mean, the bill was like 1500 to buy them a shot, and they gave me a reduced price. Oh I had to God. put it on a credit card. Yep, go ahead and buy it. I didn't get anything. Did you see that, uh, I don't know if it was the Masters, but that shot that happened last weekend where he got a hole in one ricocheted off another guy's ball? It bounced off his ball and then went in the yeah. hole? That counts. I yeah. know. It was going. It was up, it was riding the green, and then it hit his ball, ricocheted, went in. Masters are this week, Josh. Well, whatever was last <laughs> week. <laughs> yeah, look at all the hoopla, too. Okay, Woods, what does he do? He'll be fine. I think he'll be in the top ten. You really think he's going to be in the top ten at the yeah, Masters? Yeah, you don't, I, I won't bet against that guy. If there's one person in golf you're not betting against, it's Tiger Woods. I think at he's this l- point I'd bet against. Him. Uh, yeah, I think he's lucky if he makes. I the mean, cut. I'd say take the field if you're betting, right. but but I think he'll be fine. I also put twenty grand on Tony Romo. So really, who am I to say? If I you'd like know. to you hear did. the Masters, drop twenty dimes on Tony. Yeah, you know, if you'd yeah. like to hear the Masters, you can hear him right here on ESPN Radio. Wow, what a shameless promo! I love it, but seamless in his segue into it, wasn't it? Flawless Thursday through uh, Sunday coverage right here. So. There's a story out. We're gonna we're gonna uh, we'll come back uh, uh, after the the next break, and we'll talk about the fact that your boy Odell is gone, Neil. He's not. Um, he's gone. So, but I want to I want to try to get an understanding. And, and I, I I get when a guy's a legend or when he's you know very powerful. And blah, but you know there was um, Deflate Gate. There was uh, Spy Gate with the Jets that the New England Patriots were proven and admitted and fined. Now Steve Young has come out to say, you know, and it's this is Steve Young too, by the way. I mean, this is not some slouchy guy who played a couple of years in the league and is pointing his finger because he's resentful. Young is talking about when Belichick was coaching in Cleveland, I believe it was in '93, and he said, "No, there was no doubt that they knew our plays. We they were a seven and nine team. We you know were Super Bowl champs that year. We were much better than they were, and." 
it's one thing when, and, and, and as I read more into the story and saw a more in-depth story about it as I researched it, he said, it's one thing when a team guesses to blitz at the right time or, or throws a, a defense at you, or, or especially when they shift, right? like you watch guys dancing around mm-hmm. while the audibles are being called. Young said, it was ridiculous. Like every two plays, two out of three plays, they knew exactly what was coming at them. He said, there no doubt in his mind through his experience and years of playing in the NFL that they had indications or outright knew what play they were going to call. My question is, how does he get away with this, Paulie? How does this coach get away all these years with being proven to be a cheater? I I don't know, but like it's, it's Steve Young's word against his word. That's but where not there's proof. smoke, there's fire. There's been like twenty words against Bill yeah, Belichick's yeah. words, and, there's, and, and they and they know they filmed them. The Jets, they they He's, sent guys there to spy. The Eagles even said they ran fake practices so yeah, they didn't how, get spied on. That's how far they've had to go. The He's, Eagles before the Super Bowl ran fake plays. He's the Teflon hoodie. <laughs> okay, so beyond his the John Gotti of NFL football, why is he? Why would you bust this guy? If this was here's what the, what 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 bothers me about it. If this was Jim Beheim and they knew that he paid someone for the for the playbook for Louisville and we beat them, he'd be done. Or they'd take wins away, or they'd sanction him. They've sanctioned this guy for stuff he never even did. Now this guy has knowledge of the fact that this stuff is going on, is watching the film they shoot against the Jets. And how, is he, how come he doesn't Do you get think the, the NFL wants the team, a, a dynasty team they've had over the past decade, to be caught cheating? So it's straight business. They don't yes. want yes. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's a money thing. You think the NFL wants to I'm trying to find to the number right say, now, but you got to figure out. They're one of the highest valued teams. Yeah, they, It's like them and the Cowboys. So it's, it would destroy the league if they came out and said, well, the Patriots cheated in their five Super Bowl wins. You know, I think they did. They may have the flake gate. Yeah, that that was. I mean, that was basically the league kind of going after the Patriots, basically. In my I, opinion, I still think that's nothing. So what he played with balls that were a little deflated. Who cares? I've had to play with my balls deflated. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it. You know, it creates some small pain, but my, mine are overfilled right now. <laughs> <laughs> Neil, take care of that for him, could you? <laughs> It's the job of the intern. You understand. <laughs> Neil, do you have a sister? Uh, that's terrifying. That's the sad. Patriots bring in $3.4 billion. Yeah, they're not gonna they eat. aren't going to blow that up. It's a money thing. Straight up, man. They just don't Straight care. Up. The integrity of the game. Or, so, so now, by suggestion, what you're saying, if I can expand on this, is is that if you're the Cleveland Browns and you decide in order to play against these teams that are dynasties that are cheating, if you cheat and get caught, they're going to make you the example then? Yeah. I, w- I would say that if another team, if a the lesser... Browns are cheating, like... Yeah! Yeah. They're obviously not very good cheaters. They're like one, <laughs> right. one in fifteen. But yeah. I'm just saying, if they decided to come out this year and say, you know what, man, we're gonna we're gonna you know launch some spies out there with cameras. We're gonna scout. We're gonna pay for information. We're gonna do whatever these different things that have been uh, the New England Patriots have been accused of. So if the Browns did that, they get thrown under the bus then because they're the Cleveland Browns and they suck. Yeah, I would think that a team a team that is not as I hate to say important, but important as the Patriots, they'd be made an example of, yeah. But it wouldn't change what Belichick does. He still is going to do what he does. Well, hang on a second. If I know what plays you're going to run, I'm going to look like a defensive genius, aren't I? I mean, <laughs> that that's cheating. So, so will there be a time then to to uh, finally put an end to this this argument? Yeah. Will there be a time then when players, you know, it's like. Uh, 
It's like when, when the CIA has to turn over the documents 25 years later. Will there be an asterisk next to this guy's name? Nope. Nothing. They're just, no. He's, he's gotten away with it. It's Teflon proven. City. It's yeah. all Teflon. He's, yeah, he's gotten away Besides with it. Besides the filming stuff, really, what's been proven? Deflate gate, but... Well, no, that's, that's why I said 25 years later, because... There will be other coaches and players. Someone guy, on their deathbed. The guy, yeah, the, like deathbed. The guy that wants to write the book. Yeah. The guy that wants to write the book deep at throat. seventy who says, "Yeah, yeah, your, your deep throat's coming." Someone's going to throw Belichick. Belichick. What about the guy mouth. that went to the Lions? Do you think he ever talks? Because you he's think been Belichick inside. has boys that keeps you quiet. Oh yeah. Kraft has boys. They well, show up. You know, I wonder. Like, if you're a guy, yeah. like he lost his. Not he, both of his coordinators didn't go this year, right? Only one of them went. Yeah, one left. One was going two, to go to were, Indy, and then he backed out. He backed out, but the what's his nuts? Crafts so, and Belichick's boys showed up. Right, but now that the guy has gone to the Lions, <laughs> Patricia. Yeah, Matt Patricia, right? Yep, local guy goes to the Lions. Does he use any of what he's learned from Belichick, or like like when you leave the mob? Like, does he know any of the mob? Well, there's stuff? The, the the disciples of Vince Lombardi, and they show the Landry and the different coaches that came from his system. And then there's the ones of Parcell, of yeah. which Belichick is one. You know, and he he put out you know like eight really impressive coaches that came as as under coaches to uh, Bill Parcells in the Giants years uh, in the in the nineties, um, and the in the eighties and nineties. But anyway. Um, yeah, I, I I wonder how, again where does that end? You know, so mm-hmm. if you've learned that cheating is a is something you can get away with, so there's according to to you guys, there's a list of teams that it's, it's acceptable for them to cheat because they're so big and they and they can't be touched. So the Cowboys would be. I don't one. think there's a list. I think there's the Patriots and that's it. Like I don't. Cowboys can't cheat. I don't know if they could. They don't like Jerry Jones very much. I don't know if the Cowboys get away with cheating. I don't think right they get now. away with it. I think that that town and this. Area that area rather likes the Patriots. The Patriots work play at Gillette Stadium, and they show up with their razors. They pin you down. They hold you down. You're not saying a word. And they shave you. I <laughs> know <laughs> he's out. And then they cut you. Is he on cold medicine? Yeah, or something? He, is, yeah. <laughs> he, he took something in you. Your eyes are all glassy. Nice. I want a urine test. I'm not feeling well. You would <laughs> not. You would. You would not be in the Tour de France this week, my friend. Shouldn't by all. Intents and purposes, the the Detroit Lions now be able to beat the Patriots because well I've made that the players obviously, but Matt Patricia will know what he's been playing against. He'll know all of the tricks that Belichick has. No. He's been on, he's been learning them forever. That's a that's a a, a consideration that they actually say because so let's say uh, uh, and we're going to go into why Odell Beckham is history um, after this break. But let, let's take a guy. You don't want to trade Beckham or you don't want to trade a quarterback to another team in your division. You mm. do not want to do that. That's very common that they don't allow that. Find a place for him to go or or, or to another conference if you can. But certainly you don't want to meet these people until the NFC or AFC sure, finals. Sure. You don't want them in your division. So you never see Brady go to Miami. You know yeah. what I mean? That's not going to happen. Um, uh on the same note, I want to mention something. If you haven't had a chance to see Icarus, go on Netflix or Amazon or wherever you can find it and watch. It is a fascinating documentary about doping. Mm-hmm. I, I sat there, I was mesmerized. The first, uh, you know, 20 minutes of it, but then when it started rolling, holy smokes, man. This guy goes through it to try to become the next Lance Armstrong. Sure. And uh, it, it's a blow-by-blow, blow, him actually injecting and doing oh. the things he had to do and the uh, freezing urine tests and sending them and having Russian guys come to the U.S. to get them back on a plane Always and test the them. the Russians. Dirty Russians oh, the whole time. Two time. Yeah. Uh, we're going to come back and we're going to end today uh, with our debate, which I'm sure, uh, about why Odell Beckham will no longer be a giant within the next 10 days. 
The Crunch begin their final 3-3 three three weekend of the season this Friday in Binghamton against the Devils. Countdown to Crunch time starts at 6.50, puck drop at 7.05 on ESPN Radio. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. I love this song. <laughs> Just gonna oh. listen to it for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Josh are big Alphaville fans. By the way, you are in luck today, Daniel. When you were on the road, our new sponsor, Cam's Pizzeria, brought some pizza by, and you didn't get to eat it. More is on its way right now, so you will have some before you leave. <sighs> the delicious Cam's Pizzeria. Cam's is on the way? Yep. We don't have to share it with the office, do we? No. It's ours. ours. Can I have a size? Get out of here. Neil. Oh, Neil's, thank you. Neil's, he's good. He's good. <laughs> Sorry. Neil, he's good. I jumped out. Neil's about to get the pizza. It's all right. Neil's about to get the pizza taken away from him right now, though. <laughs> As he almost flew out of his seat when we said Beckham was history. Here's all right. So I'm going to lob it to you first, Neil. Why right. Why is he so untouchable and not leaving the Giants? Well, because to me, it just doesn't make sense at all why you would trade him because you know, I, I know where this all started. This guy who writes for the Daily News, he's constantly putting out stories about him. And this one actually stuck about him with the video with the model. And then people constantly asked John Mayer questions, and he said something that got taken out of context. Okay, so you, are you saying the video doesn't exist? No, the video is real. Okay. I'm just saying it's like seven seconds, and you, you can't really tell. But anyway, that's... I can tell. That's some, that's some, that's some drugs. Well, I got a little news for you. <laughs> no, I'm talking about what he was holding. Let's go but to the still. expert. I got a little, thank you for loving it to me. No, I'm not saying that wasn't cocaine that was in front of her. Okay, well, I don't know what was on it. I'm not going to say that it was cocaine. It quite For somebody who knows he's on camera, that appeared obvious that he was trying to at least suggest that he was partying with this girl. I completely He was drinking agree. with this girl. Okay. What you may not know is that all the way back to Wellington Mara and the Mara family are deep, devout Christians. The image of what the New York Giants look like and how they play and what the and the brand of the New York Giants matters a lot to that family. This is not a family that has any worries about money mm-hmm. anywhere. So if you're going to now and also, you know what a message foul is? What's a, mes- that? a message foul is when a guy goes up to the basket and you just clobber him. Mm-hmm. Over the top hit him in basketball or, or you know, a, a late hit in football where you're letting him go, it's coming all day, babe, and, and we're after you. So you're, you're delivering a message with it. Odell is not a stupid man, and he has representation that's quite bright and learned and, and experienced. Mm-hmm. That was a message from Odell. I'm not happy. I don't want to be here. He has two years left in his deal. So for Odell to let that video happen, either either he's a complete idiot or... He was sending a message. So how do you get out of a contract when you're the best player on a team that's probably not going to be a threat next year? Not in one year are they going to turn that around. So how do you get out of there? Do a video of you with some chicks drinking and doing cocaine and on a on a Christian ownership based team. Conspiracy. Yeah, I, I I think he wants out. He wants out of there. And they I, see it as an opportunity to get some first round picks. I, I don't believe that that he wants out. You know because. You talk to all his teammates when you listen to them, and mm-hmm. people ask him about Odell. They have nothing bad to say about him. They say he's gray in the locker room. He shows up and he works. Right. And 
It just doesn't make sense right. so, to me. So I'll tell you, well, and, and again, you're allowed to have your opinion. Like, he's allowed to say Leitner, and he's allowed to say, what I, you know, it's Mookie okay. What I'm telling you is, is when I look at the history of things that people do, when now you can make a stupid mistake. You could be Michael Phelps, and you could be dumb enough to have someone having their phone aimed at you while you do a bong hit after you won eight gold medals and destroy your ability to make a, a great living that you deserve to have made because you made a terrible choice. Odell's way past that. Odell does not want, in my opinion, does not want to play in a team that if they're lucky to be 8-8 eight and eight next year, that would be a, a pretty good improvement. They would not go to the playoffs at 8-8 eight and eight in that division right now. Philly has stockpiled some more guys over there, and Foles has stayed to back up Wentz, so there's no question mark whether Carson can come back week 2, 3, 4, whatever. Foles is certainly ample backup to him. Um, I think he wants out. I think he wants When I saw the video, I thought, that first wince of, you know, it's like, it was like, it reminded me of Charlie Sheen. So it's exactly the perfect example for you. Charlie got up on YouTube and did that video where he was obviously something wasn't right. Tiger hair, blood, all that hair, stuff. Yeah. And, he, you know, and, and he wanted, he wanted off that show, making two, two and a half million a show. And he wanted, he wanted, obviously, he, that was suicide. That was putting a gun to his chin and saying, and he was off. He was replaced. Ashton came in and took a spot. The rest is history. But if he had just gone in there and said, I want off, they never would have let him leave. Never. And there's no trading him to somebody else. I, I just, it just doesn't make sense when you got, you trade him, but you don't trade or get rid of people like Eli Apple, who a teammate called him can't a cancer. On a radio show, and people like Eric Flowers, who literally gave up with two weeks left to go in the well, season. Here's what I'm going to do. I got um, a cherry diet coke. I bet you right now he's gone within 14 days. Wow, that's a shake. Shake, shake. 14 Cocaine. days. I like it. Play it, Polly. So by April 18th, that's your count off day. Odell Beckham Jr. will be gone for the Giants. Handed out the Dan Labatard Trail. We'll be back tomorrow. This is ESPN Radio Syracuse.